This is Bo Buchanan, Arizona Lodge Number 2, and I'm here speaking on the level with Matt Merrill. Matt, why don't we start out by giving me your name, the name of your home, Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you might have connected to that lodge. Uh, Matthew Sean Merrill, uh, home of Blue Lodge Number 2, Phoenix, Arizona, and no title at the time. And when were you raised? December of 2014. Okay, so not quite two years. At the end of this year, it'll be your two-year anniversary. Wow, yes. it feels like you've been along around a lot longer than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you remember when you first heard of this thing called Freemasonry? I do, I do. It was a somewhat sideways conversation between my mother's father, my grandfather, and my mother's brother, my uncle. And what, how did that happen? Do you remember? I remember it being very hushed. I had sort of not been noticed in a room and they had mentioned something about the lodge and I was very little at the time and there's very little I can so going, moving forward then, when did you start getting curious and researching masonry? Um, it was during the time that I was um, a living caretaker for my dad. I was working at a residential treatment center with a brother, um, Matthew Harris. Um, oh. And it just happened the conversation just happened one day i think i had gotten a tattoo and he's like oh that's you know a masonic symbol and i was like okay expand <laughs> on that sir <laughs> and from there it just sort of picked up inertia so how long after then did you actually petition to join a lodge um i believe i petitioned within three months i had come you know, to the lodge a couple times for dinner, and I had started sort of regularly, you know, sitting in the, the meet and greet talking thing. So was that tattoo, was that a Masonic symbol tattoo you were getting at the time? Um, it was a all-seeing eye. Okay, which is on our money. Which, yeah. yeah, that was, it was, um, it, I didn't really attach anything past that. I was, it was very... I don't know. It's one of the tattoos that, oh, hey, I have some space. I mean, it just... It's cool. I mean, sort of looks cool there. Okay. So was there a research period? Like, were you, when you got that seeing eye tattoo, was there, had you already been doing some research on masonry? Um, there had been sort of, so my mother's side they're they're all from new england they're all very prim and proper and uh, my uncle is a mason my grandfather was a mason my great-grandfather was a mason they're all wow, very okay. uh, prim and proper about it i'm sure my my grandfather had i think like four or five different toxins for his his lodge functions um my dad's side, not so much, even though it's weird because it was closer to my dad's side. Well, my dad, specifically. Um, and no, I'm sorry, your dad was a Mason or no? No, my no, dad okay. actually. <laughs> funny thing, my dad actually had uh, petitioned, uh, I think, in the late 
seven no late seventies, I believe, and he was uh blackballed, so so it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, very interesting. Very wow. Interesting. Okay, so so some some serious Masonic family history on your mom's side. Did you research that at all? Have you since you joined or before? I or? did. I did. I actually spent a probably about a three hour long phone call with my mom, and she was a little at odds with uh, her brother, my uncle, um, and spent about. 40 minutes on the phone with him and just picking it, seeing where where I fell into it. So what was the attraction for you? It was <clears throat> a fraternity and it came at a point when I honestly felt that that was part of my growth as a, as a man. Joining a group of men yes, with common... Like, Common like-minded goals, and the moral compass, and so forth. The, the moral compass comes up quite a lot when I hear guys talk about joining Freemasonry. It's not just another fraternity, but it's another fraternity that has that moral compass. Yes, that's the why is that important? I don't want this to sound off, but I take a lot of stock in my actions and. The, by, you know, saying, okay, hey, I'm going to, you know, join this group of individuals. It's sort of, I'm trying to find the right language for this, but it, it's really important to me to have, you know, that group to have the same or very similar morals. Kind of like, kind of like uh, birds of a feather flock together. You get exactly. judged by who you're associated exactly. with. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And every instance prior to becoming a Mason that I've interacted with, you know, a Mason, it's been, you know, here's an individual that has, you know, an upright, you know, moral bearing on life. Okay. I can dig it. And it's not like, outside of being a Mason, it's not like you can walk into a, a job or a bar or restaurant and know who those guys are, but being a Mason, you can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, you start noticing the, the little placards on cars and um, I've been noticing a lot more Masonic tattoos and you know, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about uh, uh, the, the process. You've been in almost two years. For me, it seems like you've been here a lot longer. So you haven't been here really long, but there's guys I've talked to that have been here shorter than you. Any anything stand out to you about your interactions so far? About any any memories from events or things you've been to or anything like that? I'm more keen on the service aspect of it. I like the the you know, doing things for for you know the community, being a good example of you know. Once again, wording. It's early in the morning, sir. <laughs> well, no, like today, we're it's early today. Yeah. We are down at the temple today because we had to move all these chairs. But we had to move a couple hundred chairs, uh, and it's you know that's something I want to do at seven in the morning. Group of us came down. We're moving these chairs because there was a concert in the temple auditorium, and now yeah. it's done. And we're moving the chairs yeah. back. So you came down to help with that. Yeah. But I know what I know okay. about you. If you don't um, mind me saying this, I know that your career is about. It's really about serving people as well. It seems to be kind of... I, yeah, I, I work in behavioral health, and a lot of it, it is 
That that is sort of a fiber of my being. My okay, so honestly, the one event, my favorite event of the whole, my whole Masonic experience so far has been. We did a charitable um, event at Feed My Starving Children, I believe. I missed that, but yes, yep. And Matthew Harris helped put that together. Absolutely, and it was it was a very short, simple event, but it it felt so right having you know all my Masonic brothers, you know, doing something simple like that. And it was it was. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we talked to a couple of guys who said they like that. We should do that again. We should ask Matt about that. I feel the same way as I like to give back. And when I, a lot of guys I talk to, that's part of why you become missing. You want to give back. You want to find a way to, to help somehow. Um, what do you think? One of, the, one of the other things we talk about in masonry is we say masonry makes good men better. And uh, do you feel that way about yourself? I do. How has masonry affected you in that way so far? It's okay. That is that is a quite an abstract question. <laughs> uh, okay, eight twenty-two in the morning. Okay, <laughs> so by okay, the, the constant journey of you know self betterment. That's even a word. It is at eight o'clock in the Saturday morning. Okay, um, you're doing good, brother it's a very interesting and sort of, I don't know. Um, it's a very interesting journey and it makes it so much easy. Well, not easier, so much more fruitful and enlightening to have, you know, people that are on that same journey in your immediate vicinity. If, if you, I mean, something simple as, you know, being able to text a brother and be like, hey, man, you know, I'm having, you know, sort of a, sort of having a rough patch and, uh, uh, God, I got sideways. Um, it, being surrounded by people that understand that everybody's on that same, you know, okay, to get better, you know, path. Improve yourself. Well, we talk about being from the uh, rough Ashler to the smooth Ashler, right? It's that journey from that rough man. Yeah, and it's the constant thought of, okay, we can get smoother. We can get smoother. It can fit better. I mean, some of the some of the architecture of you know the the Ashler bricks or whatever were seemed so smooth that it was. Like one solid piece, right? And that takes a lot of, a lot of initiative and a lot of uh, conviction. So. That's one of the re- one of the things I like about masonry is how you can kind of relate that building block aspect of architecture and masonry to us as men and Absolutely. how we are trying to build ourselves to be Absolutely. a better man. Absolutely, you know. Um, any, any other stories or anything else you can think of you want to share? 
That's early, sir. <laughs> why do you why do you keep coming? You're, you know, two years. We were just talking downstairs that sometimes you get guys who come in and they disappear after only being here for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, or they do I know a I've, degree and disappear. I know I fade in and out. I know, like this past year, I've had you know somewhat interesting interpersonal uh, turmoil, uh, but it, it, you just do. It's it's either you know you do have that commitment and or you don't I do it because it it's funny you might think that you fade in and out but I you know there are certain brothers I think of you're one of them that I don't ever think of like when you're here you're you're 100% here you're always willing to help so I don't even think about you know just because you're not here every week doesn't mean that you're not still in everybody's thoughts and a part of the lodge you know I think some guys think oh, they've got this pressure and at certain times in your life you can be more active and certain times you can't. Yeah. You know, I've talked to brothers who've been 36 years. I talked to a brother the other day who there was like a 10 year period where he didn't go to lodge, but he maintains his dues. He had a lot of things going on. And then all of a sudden, bam, he comes back and he's here every week for 10 yeah. years. It's like, it's just, you know, that's kind of the nice thing about Mason where you can do that, you know? Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say in closing? I think, uh-oh. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to shake your hand because I got this cold now. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, spending time with me.